Las Vegas. You do entertainment like no other town. And no surprise, Halloween here gets the Vegas glow up too. We got events for scaredy cats, shock masters, and honestly, any level of enthusiasm for this holiday. So today on CityCast Las Vegas, we welcome Michael M.J. Lyle. You may know MJ from his thoughtful journalism for the Nevada Current on some of our most pressing social issues, but guess what? He's also a Fright Night fanatic, and he's ready to share all the secrets about getting the most out of this Halloween season in Las Vegas. It's Monday, October 16th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. MJ Lyle, welcome back to CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you for having me, and thank you for having me on for something that isn't about (laughs) poverty or social issues, but something a little bit more fun, depending on who you are. (laughs) Fun, uh, also scary. Fun scary. Fun scary. Yeah, so welcome back to CityCast Las Vegas for fun scary versus scary scary with (laughs) poverty and homelessness, etc. I heard that you're a huge... Halloween fan. True? The rumors are true. Why? I love horror. I love scary movies in general, but like this season, there's this, it it sounds so basic like now, but I do enjoy like Halloween and getting scared and haunted houses and going to horror movies. And uh, as as funny, I don't dress up as much just because I feel like I never have time to put as much detail or money into costumes, but I love that whole vibe. Like it's, it is a full entire vibe yeah i have tons of friends who love 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 halloween they're they're all in on it and they've had a hard time convincing me to embrace the season and i want to give you a shot mj oh so let's start with let's just start level one all right say i want to dip my toes in that fake blood bath to at least hang with my friends where's a good low entry horror thing for me I think I'm going to start you at something really fun that you're going to have a lot of laughter at that is also going to uh, support local. I'm going to take you to Majestic Theater where they're showing a production of Screamed, the unauthorized musical parody. So uh, Scream is one of my favorite horror movies, and they have taken that to the next level with this hilarious show. It's not scary. Uh, It makes fun of Scream, but also is a homage to Scream and very much respects Scream and all its character. And just loads and loads of laughter and a tribute to 90s music as well. And again, you're supporting local. Like... Yeah, no, and I I, I love that. that. I love that. Yeah, that's like, (laughs) we're going, we're going no matter what. So you didn't have much convincing there. So what's next up on the scaredy cat list for me? On the scaredy cat low entry, I'm going to go with... Nightmare Cafe, which is a horror-themed restaurant, they do weekly haunted musical brunches. That looks very low entry as well. Hmm. Or again, you're just having a good time. You're eating hmm. brunch. Yeah. I've been in that space. (laughs) Believe it or not, I I like the food there, and the drinks were really excellent. I will warn you, when I go there on a regular night, though, uh, they do have horror movies playing in the background, but I don't think it's anything that... One you have to focus on or... No, no, it's definitely very background noise. Yeah. Very background noise there. All right, any other picks for the uh, low-level, level one scaredy-cat me? I feel like going into the next one, 
the Beverly kind of straddles the line depending on what your vibe is and what movie you want to pick. So, oh, right. So the Beverly Theater is doing a bunch of, I would say, you know, tis the season, uh, horror, horror, horror yes. over at the Beverly. What are the ones that I want to be looking for? So if you want a really low barrier entrance into horror, you have things like Beetlejuice, which is more spooky than anything, or A Nightmare Before Christmas, even maybe uh, Frankenstein, which uh, I just watched for Old the first time this year. Old school Frankenstein, like iconic Frankenstein. But then if you want to take it up a, a slight notch, we have things like The Shining, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, Night of the Living Dead, Suspiria. And, Suspiria. and so you have things that are uh, a little bit more pronounced in the horror genre that... Maybe not for everyone. Uh, I yeah. think everyone should give it a try, though. But if you are a little bit more sensitive to full outright horror, there is some, there are some things that uh, are that can still appeal to you. Okay, so that's our transition from level one to level two. All those fine, fine films that they're showing at the Beverly. What's solid level two? Solid level two. Uh, I actually want to let everyone know because I'm excited. I feel everyone. If you are level two, you're ready for some good solid horror. The original Halloween, they're putting back in theaters at the end of the month. I Ooh. think you, everyone should go see that. Uh, I believe the Orleans is playing that. Uh, if you go to 1978halloween.com, they'll have a list of all the selected theaters for you, but oh, everyone cool. should watch that. Over at Area 15, they're doing immersive experience around the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which could also kind of straddle the line of, depending on your depiction of and memories of rock, Rocky Horror, but I think it is a fun, interactive experience. Maybe that's the scariest part, interacting and watching this movie um that's going on for level two yeah i saw something came in one of my feeds on social media that they were doing like what looked like a very i don't know uh dance friendly dress up uh, and i think they called it scaria 15 yeah they're doing a halloween an party. event yeah so, all right see now this all seems very level two so what else do we have on uh level two what's your what's next on your list mj so I can't decide whether this is level two or level three. I think it just is a personal preference. I think this, for me, it's level two. Uh, but I say if you're of adult age and looking for a wild time, try the Fetish and Fantasy Halloween Ball. I went in 2019 and it was an absolute blast. So, it, okay, I got two questions right off the yeah. bat. First of all, where is it? And then secondly, what? Yeah, <laughs> it is at the Virgin Hotel, formerly the Hard Rock. It is, at its bare essence, a costume party, but on steroids, where people dress up in very, even more sexy attire and fetish-based costumes. So I think there's a lot of acceptance around uh, BDSM culture there that plays a role into it. Um, I remember when I was in 2019, one thing I did not do was there was a uh, spanking whipping station. Uh, that's just not for me. But I think there's a little bit for everyone. Obviously, lots of, lots of debauchery and drinking. But uh, seeing the costumes and just how sexy it, it, it can get, maybe challenge myself to wear something a little bit more sexy that I wouldn't normally wear. Um, like what, MJ? Where, yeah. <laughs> where would you go with that costume? if you could. I think this year I might do a naughty schoolgirl slash character from the craft. Uh, <laughs> I love that for yeah. you. Uh, it's interesting. So it's it's kind of sexy time, but to the line. 
but yeah. to the line but it's also like it's a halloween party as well too so mm-hmm. you get the best of both worlds this might be a level two for some people this might be a level three just for the fact that you're scared to come out of your comfort zone and this is just a, something very different for most people All right, MJ, uh, so we've got Easy Breezy, we've got uh, Scary Sexy. We're ready to go to level three, I think. Solid, okay? The true believers, the hardcore, the living dead amongst us. Where do those scare babies ride for dark thrills in Las Vegas? We have to get some haunted houses into this mix, baby. Like, all about the scares. So, obviously, every year, the Asylum of Fear sets up by the Meadows Mall, and they're bringing back their attractions. Sadly, I just learned that Freakling Brothers, which has one of the scariest haunts I think I've been to in Las Vegas, they are not coming back. They just announced it recently that they had some land issues and so weren't able to return to their normal spot. So I saw some sadness being... Uh given on the social medias as well, that people are like, this was my rite of passage and it should yeah. be for you you youngins too and you're going to miss out on Freaklands. But they it are coming absolute- back next year. That's, yes. that's what they said. It was absolutely one of the scariest experiences. I did the Gates of Hell one where you sign consents where they can actually touch you. No, you cannot touch back. Uh, but that it, it does add a definitely level of terror. Uh, kind of moving on to what you can do, uh, one thing on my list is the it escape experience. I think this is horror adjacent and obviously not confined to Halloween. It'll be offered year round. That new attraction just started this year. Uh, I've been to the Saw Experience Escape Room. So it's a very intricate escape room. It's not like a single room, like you're moving to room to room. You're immersed in the actual horror movie world. So in Saw, the one that I went to, it was like set up just like out of the movie Saw, where you did have the dirty bathroom was one of the rooms and different intricate traps that you had to design. Obviously, no risk of death there, but you have that element. There's also the Blair Witch. And then as of recently, the It's movie uh, escape room experience. And so I think these are terrifying, but also extraordinary. I mean, if you want to challenge yourself, have a fun escape room experience that's a little bit more intricate and pay homage to like horror movies, you got it all here. And these are all taking place on the same site? So Saw and the Blair Witch are on the same site, which also is next to a horror-themed pizza restaurant, Slice, which I recommend everyone check out. It's delicious and also (laughs) just fun environment. Yeah, but it is in a different site. I think not too far away, though, but um, I have not been to that. That's on my list for this month to check it out as well. Okay, MJ, so those escape rooms, I have driven by uh, because it's in the downtown area yeah. quite a quite a bunch of times. It's like right off of the street that um, was at one point called Industrial. It might be Sammy mm-hmm. Davis at that point. Uh, either way, it's very near Wyoming, and they have a big old sign outside that says Egan and Co. Yeah. Butcher Shop, yes. established 2017. Mm-hmm. So tell me what it's like going in there because I have heard I will never go in. Okay, let's just so now I'm vicariously living through you got to give me some of the indication because I know that you have done one of these escape yes. rooms. Where does it get super hairy? 
<laughs> you have to come. And now, I'm, like, my goal is to, like convince you to come do a, a solo escape room with me. Not gonna or happen. Or Witch. But it's it commits to the bit. Like you enter into it, and it's supposed to be like an abandoned meat factory. And so when you go in and you sign your waivers and stuff, you sit in the lobby, and then you go in, and it's like you're being trapped in the Saw movies where you hear Jigsaw's voice coming ahead saying, telling you what you need to do, giving you a very vague riddle and then trying to solve it. And you do this moving room to room and into uh, a series of escapes until you find your way out. It completely commits to the bit of what the movie is and captures the essence of the movie. Like, um, it's a very well done escape room. I I've heard. Are there times when you're crawling on your belly, or where spaces are very confined, or where people are actually in a menacing position to where you are? You're definitely depending on how big of your group is, because you could definitely assign that to someone else. But yeah, there's definitely some crawling in tight spaces. Um, definitely oh. confined in tight spaces. Some creepy characters. Nothing. That I remember jumped out at me. Hopefully, my memory and hopefully, like my horror uh, <laughs> background just didn't make me desensitized to that. And someone goes in and is like, "Oh my god, I'm so scared." Uh, but yes, you definitely are committing to partake in some interesting positions. I don't think I didn't get too dirty. I will say that, like, it's not overwhelmingly gross or grimy. But yeah, you're definitely gonna crawl through some some props that may or may not look like uh, uh, slaughtered cows. All right. So uh, I'm not going there. Where else am I not <laughs> going, MJ, on this level three of uh, horror celebration for Halloween in Vegas? I'm curious because it's it's been on my list for forever, and I'm surprised I've not been there. Uh, the Zach Baggins Haunted Museum, because that's kind of, you're near there, aren't you? <laughs> I'm going to go want want. Yeah. I'm going to say, first of all, it should be called Zach Baggins uh, old state bar building that's filled with creepy doll shit. I think that's, <laughs> but that might not sell as many tickets. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I, you know, but you have to be a believer. But I've heard that there are some creepy artifacts in there, so that might be enough to serve it up. What's creepier, a doll or a lawyer? Exactly. Uh, but for the dolls, you only have to pay fifty-seven bucks to get in. Lawyers, you're not going to get out of there that cheap. <laughs> oh, so, <no. laughs> you know, there's a there's a whole bunch of scales of justice that are floating up and down in this in this scenario. That's for sure. Hey, MJ, you mentioned the Freakling Brothers before, and I think that's maybe a good jumping-off point. Um, they've been criticized in the past for literally being too scary. Uh, like you said, people have to sign waivers. Uh, I understand that at one point they were like shocking people uh, inside with like electric currents of some sort. Some unhappy visitors have even called it intentionally abusive. Yikes. Uh, do you think it's possible for a horror event to go too far? And then I guess for you, what would be that line? <sighs> that is an interesting question. I have been, like I said, I experienced the gates of hell with Freakling. I signed the waiver. I did get shocked at one point, uh, and it is not like a pleasant, like little, like quick burst. It's kind of an electrified fence that they have shoved into, and so it definitely sh sent uh, a surge through me. But I signed up for that. I read through the waiver as an adult. I consented to that. I knew what I wanted. Uh, I knew that that was a line for me. For some people, the line is much farther. Like there have been a. 
haunted houses and escape rooms where it's uh, way more intense, where you get kidnapped and you're solo and you are do even far more grotesque things. I think, I understand people think that's too far. Don't go to it. Um, some people, that the line is different than what my line is. I think that's a personal, personal preference. Um, no one is forcing Halloween on people. No one's forcing them to go do haunted houses. Also, some of the other haunted houses, like, they don't do that. They they don't touch you. If that's more your speed, I think you should do what you're, you feel comfortable with. But if this is not something for you, then I guess don't do it. Is that insensitive? Like, <laughs> Even for you, though, can a haunted house go too far? There are certain things I definitely would not do. Um, I would not uh, sign a waiver to be kidnapped or do one of those extreme haunts. That's just too much for me, but I know what my line is. Uh, hopefully you know what that line is before you get to a haunted house and you're reading over this consent waiver and like, what should I do? But there have been reportings and lots of information about these houses. If you do feel uncomfortable beforehand, I say do some research a little bit about what these attractions do offer. Um, Yeah. If somebody were to lure me into one with whatever promises of candy at the end, I don't know. (laughs) uh, I would hope that like a safe word would be honored. So there was a safe word with the Freakling Brothers. It was purgatory. So if for any other haunt, if you realize you get in line, this is not for you in the middle of it. They, some places have a safe word so you can get out of it. So MJ, I'm going to bestow upon you for the last question, the title of King of the Vegas Horror Scene. Oh, and no. you could do anything you want to enhance how horror and Halloween goes in Las Vegas. What are you going to do? What's your first edict? Oh, I feel like I'm honored to be. Can I? I feel like I'm just Prince of Halloween at this point. But uh, <laughs> if I was King you of are, Halloween, you are, you're our little Prince of Darkness. But if <laughs> oh, you gosh. could add anything, what would you add? Who? If like I had full on universal power that I could do anything, I would bring you fall do. weather. I would bring fall weather to Halloween oh, see, weekend. Yeah. Which is impossible. But I want like the East Coast fall weather so I could really immerse myself in Halloween weekend, how other places have it. Well, 90% of the time, Halloween signals the wind, the spooky winds. So we'll see if at least you get that aspect. I know it's not the fall you want. It's always the coldest yeah. night of October. I'm always shivering yeah. in like booty shorts and like a tank top. Nice. <laughs> MJ Lyle, thanks for sharing your Halloween spirit with us here on CityCast Las Vegas. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for allowing me to indulge in Halloween goodness. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, go share it with all your friends who love Halloween. And don't forget to subscribe to our amazing morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Till then, stay lucky. There's also some psychological uh, payoff to uh, to being scared. And I actually have read, I don't know 
all the research behind this, but it does help ease some anxiety. And I'm a naturally anxious person, so maybe that's part mm. of the draw too. Like find a, uh, a a better outlet to to displace my anxiety, if you will. But I don't know. Oh I just think there's... I love that MJ. That Halloween yeah. heals you. Yes, yes. That's that's lovely. I'm naturally um, scared. Now everyone else can experience that. <laughs> 